Botox Cosmetic, out of botulinum toxin A, FDA approved for over 20 years. So, talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. Remember to ask for Botox Cosmetic by name. To see for yourself and learn more, visit BotoxCosmetic.com. That's BotoxCosmetic.com. Welcome to Under the Radar with me, Sean News. Two newies in today. We've uh, Mike Gunn. Hello, Mike. Hello. And... Uh, Right, let me try and guess it. Fumbi Atateo? No, Omoteo. Oh, 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 that was pretty good. Come you, on. You, you know how to say it. Yeah. <laughs> okay. No, I don't. I'm dyslexic. <laughs> and also, uh, for you. Hmm? Are you? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I am as well. Well, it's going to be cracking when we start writing to each other. <laughs> <laughs> Following on from the last pod's fascinating discussion on crockery, just remind us as we were discussing the fact that less food is consumed from red crockery than any other colour. We'd like to welcome back Dr. Philippe Berlanger for more crockery talk. Hello? Hello. Nice to see you. Now, I believe today he'll be discussing the fact that plate sales are falling in major department stores in favour of bowls. What's your preference, Mike? <laughs> oh, I'm definitely a plate man. Don't big like plate, a little plate? A big plate, you know, no, with as flat as possible but not a, not a bit of wood or any of that shit that oh they're in the restaurants yeah yeah I can't be dealing with that and, and also I don't like a separate bowl you know sometimes you get a breakfast and they give you a little separate bowl on the plate with beans in it yeah <laughs> fuck off just put the beans on the plate do you know what I mean well you might I don't need a fucking separate it bean. really annoys me I just immediately tip it on and give them the bowl They'll and what about one. mayonnaise then what about mayonnaise? They put those in little don't bowls. Don't have mayonnaise well. with your breakfast. No, but when you have your chips. <laughs> chips? Chips, Mike. Chips and mayonnaise. Are you continental? Uh, yeah, I am. I uh, halloumi and everything. Oh, God. A lot of it. Yeah, no, I don't mind From mayonnaise the, are you on chips. bowler plate? Um, it depends what you're eating, though, right? Like, well, salad obviously is bowl, except for Mike, he puts it on a plate. Yeah, yeah. Soup. Sometimes on bowl. Soup bowl, obviously. Yeah. Yeah. You don't have that on a plate, just go huge plate <laughs> and a straw. But I do agree with Mike about the whole beans in that little bowl. Oh, it's thing. annoying. It's, it's those cool breakfast places, yeah. you know, they try to be stylish. Yeah, but that's because you're both working comics and you're sick to death of hotels in general. Yeah, of course. <laughs> so that's the least your problems. Yeah. Mine is not smoking in the room. Unless yeah. I make sure that I can open the window. And then oh, Every annoying. time I go to a hotel now, Sean, I think of you about the no smoking side. Right. I think, how would Sean get around this? <laughs> but I had a weird one. I was staying in the Holiday Inn, had a fag out the window. Nice success. Uh, 45 minutes later, <laughs> knock on the door. Someone obviously ratted me out because she went... <laughs> She went, can I smell smoke? Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> I had one outside earlier on. Right, right, oh, that's right. All right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, like, that always works. Someone must have told her, yeah. me. there's no way she's walking down the corridor going... <laughs> <laughs> Someone's been smoking a couple of hours ago here in that shithole, the Holiday Inn. Yeah, you you're, you're, you're right about the hotels, though. They're so, when you stay in them a lot, there are things that really start to piss you off. Aren't they? I tell you what really pissed me off. I was up in Cardiff filming... Yeah. And uh, then I just saw somebody uh, smoking. You know, I was going past the room and I went... So I went downstairs and went, have you got smoking rooms? And they went, yes, we have. <laughs> Why have fucking staying in a non-smoking room for a week where the window wouldn't open? Disappointment. But that's unusual to have any hotel allow smoke. I don't know why they don't have smoking rooms in hotels. Well, they, actually, to be fair, when I did get my smoking room, it stunk. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Really <laughs> me off. I see what you mean, yeah. yeah. Vape, vaping, that's where you need to go. 
What? Vaping. You know, what I've been doing. Vaping. Oh, I thought you said go rape. You're <laughs> <laughs> kind of a bit anxious about not smoking. Just, just rape someone. <laughs> rape and then smoke afterwards. <laughs> so the, I've tried the vaping, but yeah. um, it's not the same. I like the whole lighten up and all that nonsense. Well, you know, just pretend. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not five. <laughs> You can get Oh, this is my imaginary <laughs> cigarette. <laughs> Ka-chung! He <laughs> likes it. Oh, all right. Yeah. So, um, See yourself. Do you, uh, how, much, how much did you smoke beforehand? I didn't smoke beforehand. Oh, did you, you, <laughs> you just picked up the vaping habit, Mike. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mike's a bit of an addict. We'll get on to that in a minute, yeah. actually, especially with plates. <laughs> so, uh, so Also, the tucking of the sheet and the tucking of the, 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 the blankets really tightly in under the bed I don't get in the that. hotels. Who wants that? No one wants that, do they? I don't understand why they put cushions on the bed. Oh, that's the whole thing. So the first thing you do like is throw them on the floor. Anyway. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you're like this budget bed with these really cool cushions. You're like, this doesn't look luxurious at all. No, yeah. I was doing uh, Kilkenny and I was staying in a kind of fancy enough hotel, but they had one of those huge, big, huge rolls just on the bed. And yeah. What am I supposed to do with that? Chuck yeah, it on no, the floor with the cushions. Yeah. So what I did was, yeah. I saw Steve Frost was in the room beside me. He's a great comic. And uh, he was really battered. And he said, oh, I'm just going for a sleep. So I got my big roll and just mm. put it outside his door. So when he opened the door, he just this thing <laughs> tapped it. So I said, you uh, did you enjoy your little surprise, Steve? Yeah. He went, yeah, I jumped right back into the room. I was so scared. Well, yeah. So, but do you, you like to get home a lot from gigs? Though, I like to get mind? home because, it's, you know, I like to be somewhere where the kettle actually does fit under the tap. <laughs> yeah. And the, why don't they give you proper cups as well? Because it just goes, the tea goes cold straight yeah, They're doing it, they're yeah, doing it, it deliberately to annoy you. Like the worst part is the iron. You know the irons with the yeah, note yeah. when you pour water in them and you try and iron, the water falls back out. I've yeah. never tried yeah, to iron awful. anything. Or I can see that. <laughs> By your I'm, not, I'm not a presser of trousers <laughs> or an ironer. I am living the dream. Oh, mind well, you, you have to iron in a hotel. leather shorts don't iron well, do they? I know, but like, come <laughs> on, I'm going out later on. <laughs> and it's hot. So, so um, from you, you, do you like to get home or stay in the hotel? I like to get home. I mean, when I met Mike, we were at the RAF gig. We had the option to stay over. Immediately yeah, I heard did. Mike was going back to London. Even though he was driving to Cockfosters, I said, I'm coming with you. Yeah, but what were they going to put you up in? Like one of the, in in the, the barracks? Little, yeah, in the in, barracks. In the barracks. Of course you're going to come home. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and it, what, barracks? <laughs> Living where, where, the dream. No, apparently it was quite reasonable, wasn't it? It was, it was, because um, uh, Tom Allen stayed with them and he, they took him on a tour the Oh, next I bet morning. he stayed with Buddy with all the troops didn't <laughs> so were you doing gigs just for the troops no for the um, for the it workers for the officers wasn't for the it? base officers. people that worked on the base yeah they, they're not soldiers not all of them some of them are just people that work on the base right you so were working the for the catering <laughs> not all of them were the catering sure. so the wives the kids that go to school to the, who are married to these you know army men well you could have said the family rather than the workers you just made me yeah I, just got I, very... I don't know who they were no. <laughs> <laughs> just <laughs> Or any of them in uniform? RAF base. No, but they, it, it was just an RAF base. So some of them were, you know, some of them proper, proper RAF flew round in planes. Well, they had moustaches. They had moustaches and they went, topo, old chap, chucks away and all that. <laughs> and the rest of them were just the vermin that look after them. Did you do, <laughs> did you do all your plane stuff? <laughs> plane stuff? Yeah, you know that. Hey. <laughs> hey, aren't those potatoes small? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> well, let's get started on the food on planes. <laughs> so, uh, so no one's going to Edinburgh this year, it seems. No one on the podcast. Uh, you're writing a new show, though, Mike. I am writing a show. Well, I've written it, actually, although I say that, you know, I, I haven't said any of it yet. I'm saying it for the first time well, tonight. Well, what's it about? 
Um, what's it about? That's a good question. It's about. Right, like... I'll get back to you. Fumbi, <laughs> you're writing a new show as well. Yeah? I'm writing a new show. Uh, have you got a name for it? You know, I had a name, but someone called it an awful pun. I was going to call it the Fumbi thing is. Yeah, yeah that sounds like <laughs> yeah. Joe Lyson type thing. <laughs> and that's why Got I'm reconsidering the name. I liked it because my name's Fumbi, and it, you know the first thing that's a fun. So like the funny thing is when the Fumbi thing is. But then I thought about it, and I thought, oh my god, yeah, I've seen those posters. All because over of Edinburgh. my dyslexia as well. My the first yeah. time I played with you, I'm going this is <laughs> that I'm playing with. <laughs> so I think you should, you should just do a good title where you're not. People are going, what's, what's Fumbi? What's that about? Well, you know, I've, I've reconsidered the name. You know. So I'm, I'm not, that was just a, like a little, you know, when you're bored and you're thinking of names for a show. I just came up with that, but I'll probably call it something more, you know, more well, groundbreaking. Let's, let's call it the groundbreaking show. That's good not, idea. The groundbreaking show. Yeah. That, doesn't sound, that sounds a bit cocky, you know. I don't know if the show's going to be groundbreaking or yeah, not. But it gets the people in there, and then right. just, and then they can just. Then say, you open up by going, it's not groundbreaking <laughs> at all. In fact, this is the original title. <laughs> Wombi, wombi, wombi. <laughs> and the original themes, yeah. Um, yeah. Have you got themes sorted out? Yeah, man. I'm, well, I'm, I'm talking. I'm trying to. I'm trying to. Um, I'm trying to express. You know, like I'm doing a lot of. Um, yeah, I went to a all... Black Lives Matter march. Sorry? Black Lives Matter. You know the the whole. March. Oh right. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I went to one of those. Because you're always over in America. Yeah. <laughs> it was yeah. over here. Okay. Right. And um, yeah, we had one over here, man. What? And, and but they, no black people were killed over here, though. Yes, but it's not about black people. It's about humans, and humans are being killed. And I it's might humans. go on a march in yeah. Dublin for yeah. that. <laughs> you might as well. Why come isn't along? it called Humans Matter then? Because yeah, yeah, you're racist from me. No, no, because humans do matter, right? Yeah. Yeah. But there's but obviously elite table. Like a Premier League table yeah, where right. the lives come in order, yeah. and we're just reminding you, even though we're not top of the order, yeah. we still matter. Okay. Yeah, go back to the original title. <laughs> that show sounds shit. <laughs> it's quite moving though. I've oh, is it really? Some, some material so, on it, so yeah, it's quite. Um, but so it's all, but it's kind of London centric. It's not. It's London centric. It's not about. Obviously, it relates to stuff that goes on in America because. The difference between, I mean, I, I won't say the difference between, well, the difference between American police and English police is our police don't have guns. Now, I'm not saying if they did have guns, it would be the same results, but there yeah, is but still a lot pepper of... Sprays. Yes. Yeah, a lot of them do have guns these days. Not, not, not like Americans, though. You can't get your standard cop in Hackney walking around with a gun. Yeah, you can. No, you can't. I bet there Try are. Try it. <laughs> yeah, Try driving home fast. <laughs> yeah, I don't have to drive home fast. I just have to drive well, home. When you, I mean, we're always at the end. At the airport, and it's, it's full of coppers walking yeah. around with guns. Yeah, yeah, I know. The proper submachine guns. Yeah, as yeah. Because well. there's always terrorism. Cannons. It's a bit weird at the airport to have a submachine gun because surely that's for spraying crowds, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> but do you ever get that? Because you know what comedians? Do you ever feel like saying something funny about the gun to the officer? No, no, no. no. <laughs> no. Just me then. Okay, it's just you. I always just think to myself, you probably. Shouldn't say something <laughs> yeah, funny, yeah. Shouldn't, yeah. but I would just think, I just ask him what kind of gun is that you, you strapped, you know, you know, shit out here in rap music. No, just, no, no, yeah. no, no, it's like they have no sense of humor, yeah. No, apparently, not. no, yeah, no, I so. wouldn't ever, I wouldn't do a joke with a copper, even though lots of coppers come to see me. Really? Yeah. Yeah, man, me actually. I have coppers and doormen seem to be my fan base. <laughs> that's because you used to do heroin. Though, yeah. Right? <laughs> just checking up on it's it. It's good to target your audience, man. But like, yeah. so is it a political show then for me? It's not a political show. It's a show about how I see the world and where I fit in this world and my experiences and how it shaped me to where I am now. You know, let's because you know I see the world. Ever since I was a kid, I've seen the world as black and white, you know, and I want to talk about that and why I feel the way I feel and the things that you know shape my mindset. But you do know. you really think? I thought 
like London was pretty good. I think the rest of the country, because I remember mm. uh, once doing a, a gig in Dundee, and this was years ago, and Arthur Smith was comparing, and Felix was on, who's it was a brilliant yeah. black comic, and uh, Arthur used to give introductions, and Felix, like I know how he felt, because he was walking around, going, "I'm the only black person, you mm -hmm. know, around here," mm -hmm. and uh, Arthur's uh, introduction to him was, and "This next act, Felix Dexter." A very hard act to follow, but a couple of lads managed it last night and gave him a good kick. And <laughs> <laughs> so first was that kind. Of, oh, do they think this is true? Because <laughs> yeah. so no, like with London, you must be fine, especially Hackney. Well, not really, because even though we say London's fine, we're still highly segregated. We still do our own things, you know. You mean you have your own ghettos? Well, you have your own life because there's there's it's nothing for me to not have any white friends and still live in London. And vice versa, you have some people who have never had, you know, will not have any um, encounters with other people, other people of other races. <laughs> but I know you should, okay. do you know what I mean? But what I mean is, well, even though we think, <laughs> even though we have think to know London friend, is cool, it's still very, very separate. We're still very separated in, in the way we live. But you have, because I'll tell you one thing, like, you know, where I don't think a lot of people are racist, but because, like, for instance, I was brought up in Ireland where there was no black people. Mm. So when I came over here first, I was frightened of black people. <laughs> but why were you frightened of black people? Because I'd never seen them before, and that's that kind okay, of thing. Okay, that's interesting, but when black people see white people for the first time, we're not frightened, because we're accustomed to But if to you saw culture, a gang of white people... I still wouldn't be frightened, because we're accustomed to the culture of white people, because it's spread all over the world. Yeah, you're brave and me. <laughs> yeah. But don't get me wrong, if I'm walking through a, a group of white people who look intimidating... Yeah, me too. I would be, you know, okay, my, my guard might be up, but then yeah. I've grown around, I've grown up in a in tough neighbourhoods, so I'm not really, I'm not easily scared. However... Um, when people say they're afraid of black people, it's not just, you know, the thuggish looking ones, it's all yeah. of us as a no. in general. No, that's it is the thuggish looking ones. You think yeah. so? Yeah. What's a thuggish like, looking black an, person? an old kind of Jamaican woman, I'm not going, oh Jesus, yeah. you might have a knife. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not thinking like that. But I, I do think everyone boxes black people as that that that, that ghetto image. I Everyone boxes. The, yeah, I, I feel like the, the. See, no wonder you're all tough, boxing away. Box. Yeah. <laughs> I just feel the image. Yeah. Of of black people around. Well, the I'm world. sorry to hear that. You think the segregation. No, no, no. Well, you know what? It's interesting. My friend said to me the other day. Every time he encounters a white person, he feels he has to give him a good impression of himself so that he won't yeah. judge every other black person like that. And I just found that very interesting. See, I live in Crouch End, and there's two black people who live there. Yeah. And I always say hello to them. Doctors. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when I'm here, like, I'm very friendly to I like Crouch End, by the way. I went to college near Crouch End. So what college was that, then? College of North East London. <laughs> it wasn't a great one. Right. No, it wasn't. We had metal detectors before we get to class. Wow. Yeah, so you're not, you're not going to make much. In Crouch End. Next show? That is no, my show. Mike, I've given you plenty of time. Yeah. <laughs> my, uh, my, uh, my show's called White Lives Matter. <laughs> I'm coming to no, it's mic. not. It's called. Uh, it's I've got called, a poster for you and everything. It's called, <laughs> it's, it's, it might be called Swimming Not Waving. Um, <laughs> it's about the pointlessness of everything and life choices. I'll tell you how it starts. It starts because this. Good evening, ladies. <laughs> no. Good evening, policeman. I'll tell you what gave me, what set me off. I was doing a gig in a big chain of comedy clubs, and uh, and I was, you know, doing okay. And a woman in the front row, who was completely out of her mind on drinking drugs, threw up. Okay, all over the place. Someone on the stage. Someone on my shoes. <laughs> right. And everybody cheered and applauded. Right. And I stood there amongst the 
cheers and the applause, <laughs> looking down at the sick on my shoes, and I thought, am I wasting my life? <laughs> <laughs> that point. That, that's where it starts. That's mm. a good opener. <laughs> that's a good opener, man. But so, like, did I say sorry? <laughs> well, no, she was out of her mind. She was out of her mind. You she don't didn't... tend to apologise when you're drunk. No, no. She rang him up the next day. <laughs> <laughs> she did email so what, what did I do last night? <laughs> yes. Go, so, yeah. when did you start? So, you went to college then, probably. Yeah. So, then... How did you get into the comedy? Um, I saw my GCSE results. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there's no future in the in the medical sector for me. So uh, but what, you're not going to be a doctor in nah, Crouch I End. Just, so. I, I, I couldn't even move to Crouch End, so no. I had to find. What did your parents room. want you to do then? My parents, <laughs> my parents wanted my parents are African, right? So they wanted me to do something. <laughs> <laughs> that was a shock, wasn't it? Yeah. <laughs> I know you probably were thinking my parents were from you know from Cornwall, Crouch End. but yeah. Um, I, they wanted me to just do what most African parents want, you know, get a job and yeah. be successful. That's what the so they didn't have any kind of profession. I wanted it. to be an electrical engineer, but the reasons behind that made Is that no why sense. You did the RAF gig? No, I used to be. I used to love changing light bulbs in my house. That's not really the same. <laughs> it's not electrical engineer, is it? That's handyman. <laughs> I was ages. I was like nine, ten, man. I just I made the relation that look, if I could change light bulbs, surely electrical engineer. It makes sense. Yeah. I can see why your results in school were. <laughs> Shit, no. <laughs> and that's how you know that was why I wanted What's your to life's do? ambition changing like bulbs <laughs> how do you feel about the new you know low low wattage light bulbs that are... you're just full of misery like <laughs> nothing you like in modern life I don't like much I don't like fun that's what I really you don't, don't like, like fun Mike you do no, like fun hate but fun. so right so you changed the light bulb yeah. and then did someone say how many people does bulb. it take to change a light bulb <laughs> and you went comedy <laughs> no I just I just decided because I was being funny as a kid and my sister was like you should use your so talent so when did that change <laughs> this is why I love Sean you know? this is why I came to do the podcast I know um, it just I just decided I went to drama school initially because I didn't oh, think I could do stand up well, who, 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 who thinks I can do stand up comedy I didn't think it, I didn't even know it was an art form well I did it from I, a very early age oh really I didn't. I didn't think about. Well, we're going to get to your story. I line. still didn't think. I'm still not sure I can do it. Well, I, I played with you recently. I thought you were very good. When I played with Fumby, you were very good. <laughs> so, how did you start then? <laughs> I start because you were was, late, weren't you? I was late. Yes, for the gig. <laughs> for everything. That's why that one I was, was late for so much. Where is he? <laughs> I've been late for everything because uh, I've spent a lot of my youth taking drugs. So. I'm behind, well, well behind everybody <laughs> but that else. Is, that's an amazing story. Like, we shared a car journey home mm. as well. You tend to give people lifts, thanks for that. <laughs> yeah, I do, yeah. But that's the thing, like, I don't like to be alone. Changing. <laughs> it's funny, I've heard Mike's story from, from through Imran. He told me your whole story was oh, incredible. He? Yeah, in Edinburgh. Imran's, you know, he's got everything, isn't he? Yeah. got it down. Yeah. He'll yeah. say, come up to you and go, yeah, what about that joke you used to do? And you tell you a joke and you go, what? I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, I've never done that joke. Yeah. You did it in Battersea in 19, you know, 1981. You were third on the bill. You go, what the fuck are you talking about? I get that. I get people tweet me going, oh, that Sean Hughes joke. And I'm going, I don't know if that's mine. <laughs> yeah, no, Imran's a bit like that. Yeah, he, yeah. He, he, he's a big fan of you. He told me your whole story. Oh, did he? He loves so me as well. Probably, probably, and, and I, I met you, you. He loves me and he loves sharks. Sharks? Yeah, he's obsessed by sharks. Who? What, Imran? Yeah. I didn't know that. Really? Well, obviously he's closer to me than <laughs> he's to you guys. <laughs> he's so like he a seven-year-old boy. He didn't trust you with boy. his shark obsession. No. But, um, so, um, 
So what were we talking about? Yeah. His story. Yeah. If I jumped in. Sorry, Mike. Yeah, you so, were, yeah. yeah. Come on. You, sorry. You had plenty of time. Plenty of time. About Turn about his show and his light bulbs. Yeah. yeah. His light bulb Hackney moment. And you know how white people intimidate you. <laughs> and the marches to save black lives. That are kind of not in any <laughs> serious problem. To save black people in Crouch End from oppression. Yeah. <laughs> but so... So, yeah. Right, so you, where were you brought up then, Mike? I was brought up in, um, well, Aldershot, around there, Surrey. I can understand the whole yeah, yeah, dogs thing. Yeah, yeah. Aldershot, <laughs> Farnborough, Camberley, nice. all around there. It's not nice, it's rough. No, there's some nice people, but then there's a garrison town, and they're never nice. No, right? no, no. Well, the gig no. I did was literally across the street from the station. Yeah. The train station? Yeah, there's a pub around the corner, and it's just a nice little gig. So you could get home straight away? Straight away, I loved yeah. it. As soon as I came off, I walked straight to this. I even checked my time before I left the stage. I loved that stuff. Before you left the stage? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think I've... Uh, nine twenty-two. So no encore for me, thank you very much. <laughs> yeah. And did you get all your posters and stuff for your black... People matter. <laughs> this was last year, Sean. It's been going on I for a while. You're very that? late to this party. No, the, the movement. Black people didn't matter last year. No. <laughs> we did, but we didn't think we had to march. We thought it would get sorted. So, where then. did you march? To Downing Street? Oxford Circus, man. Oh, it was a lot, you know. Like, we marched from uh, Marble, from the US Embassy up Marble Arch to High Park, all the way up Park Lane. We get to High Park Corner, everyone's like, let's march to Parliament. And I was like, I'm, I'm going to take the bus. To meet Parliament. you guys there, yeah, because I couldn't walk anymore. It was too much. You're a young man. I know, but did I'm you marching. stop off and do some shopping in Oxford Street? <laughs> I was trying to return get, some shit. Get some trainers. <laughs> yeah, you marched, but you didn't. You went on the bus. Well, towards uh, the end. <laughs> I had to. Hey, well, how, much do, how much do black people matter to you exactly? On the bus, but you're still. I was still chanting, <laughs> you know, banging the windows yeah. and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was a good fun day. Yeah. yeah, it was nice. Just okay. retiring by all means. Retiring, retiring. Yeah. yeah. I don't yeah, know how. Exactly. Yeah, it's not a regular. I hope it stops soon so, because I can't be watching. Good job you're not leading the cause, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> we take regular breaks. Black Lives Matter. Oh, I'm a bit tired. I kept, now. The whole time I just kept going to have a riot. But we're going to have a riot on a bus. <laughs> <laughs> but so, so yeah, Aldershot, um, and then yeah. just did you have a job and stuff? No. <laughs> So straight into the drugs. <laughs> I had a few little jobs, um, you know, sort of delivery driver and stuff like that. And then I just got massively into taking heroin. And uh, I did that for the next, uh, I don't know, 10, 12 years or something. That's a long time. It's a long time. Was this all before yeah. comedy as well? Oh, God, yeah. I didn't do Can anything. Can you imagine coming <laughs> on stage on heroin? He was just stocking up on material. That's what Mike was doing. <laughs> I wasn't. He just knew I'm going to need a wealth of material for my career. I just did I'm a stock up on huge it. amount of drugs. Can and you imagine doing it a... A gig on heroin, you'd just be going. Yeah, oh, you you're, wouldn't. You're an amazing crowd. <laughs> you the wouldn't actually. You'd be late and you wouldn't care. But so, but it's a major turnaround. So then you major went turnaround. to rehab and stuff like that. Did you? I did all that sort of proper rehab back in the days when rehab wasn't the sort of socially acceptable yeah. celebrity yeah. cure all. You know, right or wrongs. So, so no PR team came waiting for you. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> it really annoys me when somebody oh. celebrity don't like what's his name. Um, you know. The uh, the anti-Semitic uh, oh, him. But Butch Cassidy. Yeah, Butch Cassidy. <laughs> no, uh, what's his name? Um, Sundance Kid. No. Oh, anyway, you you, you all know. He Ken said, Livingston. No, he said something horrendously actor a racist, and then he went, Oh, oh Mel, Gibson. Mel, Mel, Mel Gibson. Mel Gibson. That's yeah. it. Oh, so, oh dear. Yeah. Sorry, I need to go into rehab. He goes into rehab, and then we go. All oh, right, that's fine now. I, you know, I, I, I was 
horrifically addicted to all sorts of stuff. It didn't make me say anything horrendously anti-Semitic. <laughs> <laughs> Are you sure? <laughs> I'm, I'm not entirely <laughs> I just think it's I've a bit of a... I've got tapes from 12 years ago of my, uh, my uh, entire binge. Did you say this, <laughs> Well, you know, I was short. Um, getting the uh, Indians out of there, right? <laughs> I always think it's a bit weird. But anyway, uh, yeah, so... No, no you're I did, right. I did that, you know, and then he comes out and goes, oh, yeah, sorry, I needed a bit of treatment. Which is bollocks, that. Um... It actually happened today, I won't name the person, but there was a TV uh, football pundit oh, yeah. who was done three times over the limit, drink driving. Yeah. And rather than go to court, he went to rehab. Exactly, and they I go for the weekend. I out of yeah, yeah. maybe getting a prison sentence. Really? Yeah, yeah. of course it was. That's, well, why, I, well, that's why I went to bloody rehab. But anyway, that's why everyone <laughs> goes. <laughs> of course it is. Well, was it part of the kind of condition? You yeah, go to yeah. prison unless you go to rehab. Yeah, it was like, you know, you can either, you can either go to prison or you can go to rehab. Yeah. And how long were you in rehab for? And, you know, oh, God, uh, nine weeks, residential. Did you have a big old proper party the night before? Oh, God, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> of course I did. Like a send-off. <laughs> <laughs> and so I was so fucked when I turned up, you wouldn't believe it. Well, I think most people are, Yeah, they? yeah, I didn't Because they know realize. it's your last chance. Yeah, yeah, it's your last chance. You have to use My absolutely everything. My mate went to rehab yeah. and, you know, yeah. he was just getting pissed on the... On the train, going oh, people up. they normally poured into rehab. You know, somebody yeah. sort of drags them in and sl- they drop to the floor and they go, Okay, there he is. <laughs> <laughs> See you in nine weeks. Yeah. <laughs> is it like a nine week program or is it just as long as you Oh, it can some are along, but the one I did was I think was nine weeks and I did do the whole thing. Yeah, and then you came out clean and I came out and um, yeah, scored on the way home. <laughs> <laughs> well, that, you're, you're always a great footballer. <laughs> wow. But, um, no, yeah. You didn't score on the way home. I did, yeah, yeah. Really? Absolutely. So what got you off it in the end, then? Um, I think I, I think actually rehab was very successful. I mean, it doesn't sound like it was. No, it but doesn't it, sound like But it, it was. <laughs> it, it made me, you know, realise lots and lots of stuff. It was that I actually, I, I'm very uh, supportive of certain types of rehab. There's lots of mental rehabs out there. But the sort of, you know... 12-step type Hazelden model Well, my program. brother was telling me that... Uh, it's a good, he, good system. He kind of... Uh, he's read a book where there's a new form of rehab where you don't stay there. You just go there at night time because that's the, when you're having your main problem is wanting drinking mm, drugs and stuff. No. <laughs> it's, it's not a real thing. There's levels, Sean. There's levels. Yeah. Well, you know, yeah, I, I woke thing. up and used immediately. Wow. There was no bloody And we'll be getting the money. Surely delivery van... It's a good job he wasn't doing comedy because sometimes we get paid cash in hand. That would just be going oh, yeah, straight yeah. to. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, but you, you claim it, don't you, Fumby? Yeah, of course. I mean, I said sometimes, not all the time. Most of the time, he is backs. <laughs> well, I hope the police aren't listening to this particular show. <laughs> Tax <all> right. fraud, <laughs> crime, drugs, drug dealing. Yeah, yeah. Fumby hates the police. <laughs> yeah, exactly. This is a good podcast. But, um, yeah. And so, how did you get into the comedy then? I got into the comedy because uh, after I did Funny Clean Up and did all that, I um, was horrendously shy and sort of insecure. Well, if you've used, you know, if you've been on heroin for most of your life and you've never done anything not on drugs, right? You know, I'd never been on a date not on drugs. I'd never, you know, slept with a woman on not. On, I've never done anything not on drugs. And all of a sudden, you're kind of naked and you've, you're horribly uh, insecure and you know. And sort of exposed. Fumby's never been out with a woman either. No, I know. Not to do with the drugs. Yeah. Were you a different person? Like, and you so you're more confident, Mike. Yeah. Oh God, I was much. I was completely off drugs. I was a horrendous mess. 
And on drugs, it was a horrendous mess, but a different sort of a mess. But um, so it's very hard to get a kind of job if they, you know, you go to your, if you go to to the interview and they go right, let's have a look at your CV. <laughs> oh yes, criminal record. <laughs> <Here's> my dealers. <laughs> Long criminal record. You've never done a job. <laughs> You've been addicted to heroin for many years. Yes, welcome to the bank. You know. <laughs> Um, I think you've skipped over the delivery time. <laughs> exactly. It's quite good at that, thank you very much. And I repaired photocopiers for a while as well. But I, um, I changed the light bulb once. <laughs> so I ended up Welcome sort of, you know, looking around for something that I could fit into. And look at the the world of comedy. It's the only it's the only <laughs> job place it's the only job you. where you can you know you can say yeah I've taken uh, drugs and acid and all sorts of stuff and, and I've done is. therapy and been in rehab and everyone just goes yeah okay there's very few jobs that that's kind of very acceptable in. But no, but you've been doing it for quite a while now though, haven't you? Yeah, but I started doing it as as an exercise in. I was looking around for something to do with my life, but I also I, I did a stand-up comedy course as a kind of exercise in confidence building. That's right. I wasn't really planning on doing. Did you do the Amuse Moose one? Oh God, no! It was well before that was mad. Was it Logan Murray's one? No, it was um, it was at the um, it was in Archway at the. Uh, the Whittington Hospital. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was. Uh, there was a different. Uh, we had a different teacher at the Jackson's Lane Community yeah, Centre. Yeah. We had a different teacher every week. Andy Parsons was one of them. Wow. Dave Thompson was one teacher. Charmaine Hughes was a teacher. Nick Wilty was a teacher. He was voted the best. Was he? Yeah. By, by, the, by the whole course because he came in with four cans of special brew. Right. right. Sat down on the floor. Opened the first can and went, right, what do you want to know? <laughs> and what we wanted to know was phone numbers of people we could ring to get gigs yeah. and what time and what day. And he just gave us all that information. He drunk, drunk his beers. That but was, that's when, when that I was it. Off, we left. Time Out used to have all the numbers yeah. for the clubs and you just ring them up. And they go, yeah, we'll give you 10 minutes and six yeah, months. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> Is it, was it the same for you, Fumby, when you were starting? I, I won competitions. <laughs> <laughs> for light bulb and <laughs> I kind of skipped all of the yeah. calling promoters and whatnot. Did you? Yeah, I got lucky. I just won a lot of competitions. Well, definitely show. I won a competition. Didn't help me. What was it for jigsaws or something? <laughs> no, it was the Cosmic Comedy Club. I don't know, comedian oh, of the whatever. Do you remember that? Of the week. Of the yeah. night. <laughs> comedian of the night. <laughs> well, this... and, and Adam Bloom was second. <laughs> And Whatever still, happened to him? Oh, he still keeps on about it. He? He's still on about it now when I see him. He's going, well, the only reason that you won that. <laughs> <laughs> he does. I Doesn't matter you. now. I, I swear to you, he does bring it. Well, listen, bring guys, it it's been a pleasure. But we haven't, uh, we've ignored Dr. Philip uh, Belanger. So um, are our eating habits changing, Doctor? Well, yes, they are. I mean, that's partly because of Asian influences. People listen, are doing... thanks very much for coming in. Really appreciate it. Um, <laughs> You've been listening to uh, me, Sean Hughes, Under the Radar, with Mike Gunn and uh, Fumbi <laughs> Go and see these guys live. Botox Cosmetic, out of botulinum toxin A, FDA approved for over 20 years. So talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. Remember to ask for Botox Cosmetic by name. To see for yourself and learn more, visit BotoxCosmetic.com. That's BotoxCosmetic.com.